Welcome to the Folktale Project, this is Dan Scholes, and today we're just going to dive right back in to part two of Snow White and Rose Red. When it was time to retire for the night and the others went to bed, the mother said to the bear, You can lie there on the earth in heaven's name. It will be shelter for you from the cold and wet. As soon as day dawned, the children let him out, and he trotted over the snow and into the wood. From this time on, the bear came every evening at the same hour and lay down by the hearth and let the children play what pranks they liked with him. And they got so accustomed to him that the door was never shut till their black friend had made his appearance. When spring came, and all was outside green, the bear said one morning to Snow White, Now I must go away, and not return again the whole summer. Where are you going to, dear bear? asked Snow White. I must go to the wood and protect my treasure from the wicked dwarfs. In winter, when the earth is frozen hard, they are obliged to remain underground, for they can't work their way through. But now, when the sun has thawed and warmed the ground, they break through and come up above to spy the land and steal what they can. What once falls into their hands and into their caves is not easily brought back to light. Snow White was quite sad over their friend's departure, and when she unbarred the door for him, the bear, stepping out, caught a piece of his fur in the door knocker, and Snow White thought she caught sight of glittering gold beneath it, but she couldn't be certain of it. And the bear ran hastily behind the trees. A short time after this, the mother sent the children into the wood to collect faggots. They came in their wanderings upon a big tree, which they felled on the ground, and on the trunk, among the long grass, they noticed something jumping up and down, but what it was they couldn't distinguish. When they approached nearer, they perceived a dwarf with a wizened face and a beard a yard long. The end of the beard was jammed into a cleft of the tree, and the little man sprang about like a dog on a chain, and didn't seem to know what he was to do. He glared at the girls with his fiery eyes and screamed out, What are you standing there for? Can't you come and help me? What are you doing, little man? asked Rose Red. You stupid, inquisitive goose, replied the dwarf. I wanted to split the tree in order to get little chips of wood for our kitchen fire. Those thick logs that serve to make fires for coarse, greedy people like yourselves quite burn up all the little food we need. I had successfully driven in the wedge and all was going well, but the cursed wood was so slippery that it suddenly sprang out, and the tree closed up so rapidly I had no time to take my beautiful white beard out. So here I am stuck fast, and I can't get away, and you silly, smooth-faced, milk-and-water girls just stand there and laugh. Oh, what wretches you are! The children did all in their power, but they couldn't get the beard out. It was wedged in far too firmly. I will run and fetch somebody, said Rose Red. Crazy blockheads, snapped the dwarf. What's the good of calling anyone else? You're already too, too many for me. Does nothing better occur to you than that? Don't be so impatient, said Snow White. I'll see you get help. And, taking her scissors out of her pocket, she cut off the end of his beard. As soon as the dwarf felt himself free, he seized a bag full of gold which was hidden among the roots of the tree, lifted it up, and muttered aloud, Curse these rude wretches, cutting off a piece of my splendid beard. With those words, he swung the bag over his back and disappeared without as much as looking at the children again. And that is where we will end part two 
of Snow White and Rose Red. And we'll pick back up with the conclusion in our next episode. This is Dan Scholes for the Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Threads and Instagram at Folktale Project. And you can find us wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. As always, thank you so much for listening.